Oh, well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 164 of the FLA podcast. Today, we have a fantastic episode. It's been a while since we've done an episode, probably about oh a month or so since we've done an episode. We're having some audio issues on the background. Obviously, we're, uh, we're having some issues in the front with the graphics. We're a little bit rusty on the podcast side, so my apologies. Uh, today, super excited to be joined by a guy in the local community who uh, Matt Fagan brought to uh, some attention to this guy. He trains at Port Elgin uh, Jiu-Jitsu BJJ under Evan Brooks. And uh, his name is Jeremy Landry, a guy who trains in the local scene here and has a really powerful story when it comes to just his overall life story and um, mental health and, and physical health and overcoming addiction issues and kind of bursting right through it and doing some powerful things. And, and he's kind of working with DDP yoga now and just doing incredible things and, and leading the way. And it's, um, to me, it's, you know, him and I spoke a little bit off air before this, and it's super important to me to give um, not only a, a platform to people like this, because I struggle with some of it myself. It's super important to just have powerful male role models in this, you know, it's, it's, it's far and few between, unfortunately. So, um, very happy to have this guy on and, uh, yeah, let's get to it right away. Mr. Jeremy Landry. How are you, sir? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad at all, man. Thanks again for joining us and, uh, taking Thanks for having time. me. Yeah, of course. How's things on your end today? Good, man. It's a good day. Got in, uh, some jujitsu this morning. Um, took my, my kids to school, did a little, uh, DDP yoga. That's about it, man. Now relaxing. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Great. I love it. Well, let's get right into it. Um, tell me a little bit about like uh, the whole idea. It's called the Fight of the Atlantic Exposure. And the whole idea of this story in the show is to expose people to what athletes are really like behind the scenes. And you're a guy who trains at, you know, Port Elgin Jiu-Jitsu with Evan and Matt and, and the gang there. How did you get into the whole sport? And we, we can get into the backstory in a second, but how did you find Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, Matt actually reached out to me. I, I had known him uh, growing up, but we never, I don't think we've ever met in person, uh, but we knew each other. And um, I think someone reached out to him and, and, and said, I think it was his cousin, Jade, she reached out and said, uh, why don't you get a hold of Jeremy? I think because I have a background in boxing as well. I did boxing okay. growing up under Bob Edgett. Um So I, I have, you know, combat sports in, in my background. Uh, so Matt got a hold of me and said, you ever try this? And I came down, man, and caught the bug immediately. So January will actually be one year. Nice, man. Congratulations. Yeah. It definitely is a it's addicting. It's an addicting feeling. You feel so good afterwards. It's it's funny coming from the boxing world. What are the differences you notice right away? Uh cardio. Cardio is different. Mm -hmm. Uh <laughs> I might get in trouble for this, but I'm a jujitsu guy now. <laughs> it's it's definitely taken over it it helps with my mental health and and my just everyday life because mm -hmm. it's taught me patience you know and, and breathing uh, uh, above anything really um and, and not only that but getting to the gym you know i live in sackville which is you know okay. i think a normal speed would be about 40 minutes away um so i'm up at 4 30 man and i'm i don't even wait for my alarm clock to go off i do something first yeah. whether it's curls or push-ups I do that and then I, I head down. So when I leave jujitsu at, you know, seven in the morning, like I recognize where I am in life and I, I'm driving home while people are maybe just getting yeah. up, you know, so it's, it's had the, the biggest impact in my life. Wow. That's, that's wow. To, to hear that and to hear your story, to hear that it's had the biggest impact, that, that's quite powerful to be honest, man. 
it's because I, I'm all alone with jujitsu. You know, I'm with my with my team, but I, I'm all alone. Um, you know, and with DDP yoga, it, it, it's super. It's my foundation. But because of my background, I'm not big uh, on community in a sense that I'm very um, withdrawn. You know, because of of my past, so I'm very protective of what I've got going on. Um, so I'm able to to let loose. Uh, at jujitsu with these guys because we're all like-minded we're all like there for the right reasons um you know and and i think with the ddp yoga it's it's super it saved my life but i'm kind of past um what i needed it for at that time you know so i needed ddp yoga to get the ball rolling and to save me and and, and to do that and then i found jujitsu and now it's like I, I think about jujitsu every day, every night. I'm thinking about different things. It's consumed me yeah. and it's added so much um, personality that I desired to myself. Very cool, man. It's, it's an amazing sport that way because it's like you said, everybody's there for kind of different reasons, but all the same, at the, you mm -hmm. know, and once you get there, it's exactly how you, you, you said it, you know, you're with yourself and it's a, it's amazing feeling because you don't think about anything else. It's we It's weird when someone's trying to choke you or, or whatever it is, you're just, you're not thinking you're in the zone of Zen and it's, and it's an amazing for anybody who struggles with mental health or it's an incredible thing. It's, it's that, it's that initial leap to get in there, but having people like Matt and other people that mm -hmm. who come on, come on, you know, and, and it's not that, you know, hard, we want to hurt you environment. It's the total opposite. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really cool, man. I love you. It's giving me kind of the <laughs> talking to you about this, man, because it's, 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 it's really important to me. Um, I come from a club that, you know, fosters that kind of stuff. My coaches, Jared and Jason, and they've been those kind of people all along, just kind people and, and just all about wanting you to train and, and love life. And, and that's a big thing, man. So, yeah, um, let's let's get right into the DDP yoga as well. Uh, so you, you found was that that was more so for physical or mental as well? Um, I don't know how it came about, to be honest with you. I was in rehab in St. John for cocaine and crack addiction, uh, speed and alcohol, amongst other things. But those were my four main addictions. Um, so it was my third attempt. Um, and I've been trying for the previous six years to stop. But in total, I've been, you know, addicted to drugs for 20 years. I'm 39. So, uh, yeah, I, I went to rehab and then I came home one weekend and I watched the resurrection of Jake the Snake. And I was like, you know, we shared so much in common with drug addiction, uh, family issues, you know, and, and just the lifestyle. I mean, obviously his was, you know, a little more um, whatever you want to call it, but uh, we shared so much. And, and I felt that this guy experienced probably more and longer, you know, so and I saw that it helped with his addictions and just his soul his personality who he was changed him um so that gave me confidence that it could change me because i was already there you know i was on my way i was just looking for something to help me achieve what i wanted so um i thought okay this is my recovery plan i'm gonna buy these dvds and just do what jake did and kind of you know because i was there i already wanted yeah. sobriety so i did and then i came across a fellow named justin dobbins who lost 500 pounds with, with DDP yoga. Wow. So I knew that physically I could get healthier and mentally, you know, if, if both of these guys can do it, then there was absolutely no reason I couldn't. So I just put in the work, man, and I, I started doing it and uh, I ended up losing 70 pounds, um, which was pretty cool. I just recently got to meet Jake the Snake Roberts himself. 
Um, I'm a 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge. So I submitted um, my journey and it's about changing your life and weight loss and just, you know, being healthy. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I was a finalist and uh, got to fly down twice to meet Dallas, went to his Christmas party. You know, it was it was super. Um, so that's mind. kind of that's kind of what I was doing. And, you know, uh, like I said, I've been in jujitsu now for a year, January. Um, so that's only uh, six months I was doing DDP yoga before I jumped into jujitsu. So jujitsu has been with me this entire ride as well. Right. And it's funny because the two things go hand in hand. Yeah. It, it really is that meditative state. And, yeah. and with DDP yoga, it's um, a lot of like uh, blood flow restriction and, um, you know, you, you're tightening. You're always getting your, your heart rate up. Um, but in the same time, you're still doing it with your eyes closed. You know, you're sweating and, and just painful, but it's eyes closed and, and kind of like what jujitsu is as well. You know, you get someone the size of Matt on top of you, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's not a comfortable situation, but you learn how to, you know, mentally get through those tough, tough spots. So those things, they, they really have, man, like gone, gone toe to toe. But now, like I said, I'm finding interest in like the thing with the DDP yoga is I can continue yeah. to do it, which, which I will, because it's great for flexibility and, you know, just, just overall health. Yeah. Um, but now I have like a, an interest in jujitsu. So I've gotten a few stripes now and now I'm like, okay, when's my first tournament, you know, then when's, when's that first color coming, you know, and it just, it's going to continue to go. So what DDP sparked in me, you know, lit a fire to the jujitsu world for me. Love it. That's, that's incredible, man. And having those things, like you said, they go together so well. And so many people, you see it all the time. Like a lot of jujitsu clubs have yoga classes for their members right after it's not only the stretching and that aspect, but the mental aspect, that's what I struggle with, man. Like I, I I'm one of those guys. I I'm just like a kid, like who was an athlete growing up and not like a high level. Like I just played hockey and all the sports growing up and, you know, I worked away and moved home. And when I was 28, I kind of started doing jujitsu and, I would go and I'd train and I'd come home afterwards and I'd, you know, smoke a joint and eat a slice of pizza and sit on the couch. Like that's how my first bit of my like jujitsu journey was until I learned about like, okay, I got to actually start stretching afterwards. And yeah, it's super important, man. Like it's a very important thing that people I, don't kind of. Right. And again, hand in hand, especially with jujitsu, I introduced it to the club. So we've been doing a couple, um, couple workouts there as well. And I think they're, they're pretty interested. So. I think it might be something that will add to our to our routine. That's a, that's a, a big thing. I think a lot of people are missing. To be honest, is that like and I to be honest, I struggle with it too sometimes when I when we're running this business. Like because after so many years, it's it's like people come with different ideas, but it, it's it's such an important thing to always realize you can learn from somebody else. Sure, like everybody's got something to offer. Everybody's got something they can bring to the table. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that they actually have a club in Port Elgin and Evans back home. Yeah, and Madison, it's it's cool, man. Great guys, man. Yeah, yeah, they've really uh, been significant, um, played significant roles in my my recovery as well. You know, because w when I had started this, I was pretty pretty fresh into it. So again, these guys are the reason. You know, um, that it, it I've been able to connect mentally you know, as opposed to other sports where it's, you know, the physicality and, and you have to, you know, play by certain rules, you know, here it's kind of, we're, we're all, you know, on that same mental page, I think. Yeah. To be honest, like I, it's, 
I still, after I'm a black belt, I've been training for almost 11 and a half years, and I still get anxiety going yeah. into clubs sometimes. It's just like I'm not a great competitor. I'm trying to, like, I've committed myself once tournaments get back and, and it's somewhat back to normal. I'm committing myself to start compete a little bit more, but because I am feeling great healthy wise, like great and a little bit healthier anyway. But man, it's 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 a thing that it's it just for me it never goes away. But as soon as I train, it's just like I'm a whole different person. Yeah, for sure. I, I haven't stopped to be honest uh, as well. Like I'm riding this train as far as I can, man. Yeah. Like I just I don't want to have anything to do with who I was before, and I, you know. So it's like every day I, I I'm I'm probably at the gym five days a week, maybe six days to be honest with you. You know, if I'm not here, I'm there. That's a, it's, it's a journey, man. And you're just starting well a year and a half into it. And it's, I can't wait to watch it progress, man. And who knows? You might be winning tournaments next year and taking, I've heard a lot about you from Mr. <laughs> so awesome. How's he doing anyway? Superman. He's, he's cutting up like he's, I've noticed in the last uh, month or two, you know, he's been doing some pretty, pretty good fasting and he's always, man, that guy's the hardest guy, hardest worker in the room. Honestly, he really a is sweet, guy too. A real sweet nice dude, guy. man. And even when he's like teaching kids uh, in between teaching kids, he's rolling with me, you know? So it's not right. like, I can't roll with you. I've got the kids to teach. It's right. like, I'm going to teach them. Then I'm going to tune you up. And then go back to see how the kids are doing. You know, so he, he really is. He's always working, man. And that guy keeps this play running, or keeps this place running. Nice. Uh, you know, all yeah. the extra stuff that I don't think a lot of people see. That that guy's he knows what he's doing, man. He, he's a good guy. There's definitely a lot to run in a club that that people don't see for sure behind the scenes and stuff. And it, and it's not only that, just running a club. It's the stress of it, like. Like some, like I've seen so many times go from you know forty people in a class to the next night they're six. It's, yeah. a, it's a volatile up and down thing. Not everybody yeah. wants to beat up or, or beat like it's it's a funny thing that way. So, um, but again, like me, I, I I don't know what I would do in my life without it. Truly, it's become my life too. It's 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 part of me. It always will be part of me. And yeah, it's it's a cool thing. So, what a, I wanted to ask you about uh, moving back here and you know obviously you've traveled you lived in a lot of different places uh home now for you is nova scotia and always will be you think new brunswick so oh, i'm in sacramento sorry um i i don't know man like it, it's really i personally I, I i really enjoyed vancouver but that was i was in the depth of my addiction as well you know and to be honest like i've been in the depths of addiction my entire adult life so Wherever I was, you know, <laughs> wasn't really a good spot to be. Um, and and home, I just continued that here as well. Um, but definitely in the last, uh, you know, two years of sobriety, um, I really enjoy the seclusion of small town. You know, I, I love the quietness, you know, because like I said, I'm, I'm focused and I don't want distractions of, of anything. So um, it is... Again, I grew up here and childhood wasn't the greatest either. So I never really considered home home. And I think for me, that's what I was always looking for. And that's why I've lived all over Canada. Um, but now having my, my daughters here as well, like I'm starting to get nostalgia of certain things that I had when I was their age. And now that I'm not in addiction, you know, it's like it's a whole new ball game, man. Like just sitting in the elementary school waiting for my daughters to to get off school like that's i'm like i love that i can do yeah. that i love that i'm here so it is i mean it's growing on me but i'm not even 
I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm really just the blinders are on, you know, yeah. just whatever I'm doing is, is what I'm focused on. Well, that's obviously it's working very well, man. And you should be very proud of yourself. It's uh, again, it's kind of giving me goosebumps. It's, it's a powerful story. I've like, I watched uh, we, we spoke about a little bit off air there about the rock bottom story and anybody who, uh, if you want to get into that a little bit and just chat about if they can find it or, or sure. the whole idea behind it. Yeah. I am. Um, so in you know my recovery i guess early recovery i worked um for ensemble it's a harm reduction center in moncton um and i was a peer support worker but uh my boss came to me one day and asked me if i wanted to um, put something out for the canadian drug coalition uh website so i submitted um a story uh that was just about my my drug use basically um and uh it ended up being longer than what they wanted. So instead of just starting over, I kept it because it was, it was very therapeutic to, to get it all out. Um, and then when I got it out, I, I just, I, I read it on camera, which again was a, a whole other release. Um, yeah. And then uh, one of the guys from the DDP yoga um, program saw it and kind of passed it on. And then since then it's kind of, you know, taken off so it's not my rock bottom you can find it on youtube or or facebook but it's just a kind of a quick synopsis of my my last 20 years i guess in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah but it, but it's very powerful man like i can't you know I, and i don't want it to come off cheesy about how proud you should be of yourself but it it, it i don't want to keep saying it over but it, it's it for me a guy who even like as a, as uh soon as last night like I was having some issues. Like it's for me, it's it's a daily struggle, man. So I watch kind of that stuff, and it's important. It's for me, it keeps me going, and, and uh, you know, it's everybody. Like it's it's those things you just never know who's watching, and you never know who you can make an impact on, and that's mm -hmm. a big thing about putting yourself out there. Like we get messages sometime and on our end, and obviously it's not the same thing, but it's you just never know who is watching, and like kids or adults, the people who could be older than you. It's the struggle yeah. is real, my friend. Yeah, and I, I think uh, with that being said, you know, you don't have to share the same experience to share the same feeling. You know, so maybe a lot of people haven't done what I've done, but maybe I haven't done what they've done. You know, but we still share that, whatever that feeling is. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hard, so. Very well said, man. Yeah. Very well said. Um, mentors for you, who like who who have people like. Obviously, we spoke a little about about Matt and and but inside and outside the gym, who are people like for you that you know who were there and continue to be there to you know make the man you are. Good for you, me, oh. me, and I'm sure people will disagree or or say me or want it to be me, but I've lived my life doing that you know, and putting other people first my entire life. And I spent 20 years of my life at rock bottom because I put other people first. So I acknowledge and I appreciate the people that are there, but yeah. me, I'm mentoring myself. Love that, man. That yeah. is, and you don't hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And a lot of people do need it. You know, it's, it's uh, that looking after yourself, man. Good for you. It's um, tough to say, man. It's tough to say. It's tough to believe. But, you know, let's call a spade a spade here. You know, people helped me and people were there, you know, but 
make no mistake, like I did this, you know, mm-hmm. and and I don't think that's what people understand. You can be there for someone physically or emotionally, but if you're not there for yourself, then you really you have no hope, you know. Yeah, it's it's true, man. Like that's yeah. A hope for yourself is a a very powerful thing deep down inside when you you know like you have those conversations i, I kind of wonder that sometimes about like do, do other people have these conversations in their head that i have you i know, don't think they, enough probably not enough yeah because it's i saw a quote a couple weeks ago and it was like the intelligent people are so insecure and all the dumbasses are so confident or something like that and it was like it really hit to me it's like i wonder yeah. if everybody else is kind of thinking like this hmm. I say consider yourself to an advantage for even being aware of thinking that concept. We got to spend some more time together, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, I turn in the right time. Jessica, she's a sweetheart. Uh, She works with us, Jessica. That's it. You only have yourself. Very true. Wise words, Jeremy Landry. What, um, I guess we'll get back to competing a little bit. And uh, you mentioned that before. What's the the goals for that? Like, is that, is that something you want to get involved in a Kumite? Is it, is it like you're, you're looking to just kind of compete randomly or, or you want to be a world champion? Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't want to be a world champion. You know, it's not something that I'm, that's in my sights, but why not? You know? Yeah. Um, for right now, uh, so I had to pull out of a Kumite, um, or not a Kumite, sorry. It was a a rogue grappling, I think, event uh, a couple months ago. And, um, it kind of, it got that like energy going. So first thing I want to do is get in a couple tournaments and, you know, again, I'll be completely honest. I I just, I want to tear through it. I don't want to tear through people. I want to tear through the tournaments if that makes sense, you know, Um, and just keep going. I mean, really, that's the other thing with jujitsu, man. It's unlimited. Like you can literally just continue to do whatever you want and, and figuring things out. You know, it's one of those things I I think it was my grandfather told me if, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, uh, you need to be in a, in a bigger room. And I feel (laughs) with, uh, I feel with jujitsu, like you're outdoors, you know, it's not even a room. So it's like, there's so much to learn. So for now, I guess just enter uh, enter a tournament, eventually get into a Kumite, get some belts, you know. Uh, I'm even thinking about getting into a, an MMA fight for next year as well. That's kind of crossed my mind. Beautiful. There you go. Yes, sir. Ooh, there you go. One of those bad boys. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't win it. Okay, you're, that's just yours. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I guess giving it out. Yeah, so okay. well, hopefully Matt will win it, eh, Matt? We'll see. Yeah. You yeah. never know who will win it this time. There's two. Uh, this upcoming Kumite on the 22nd is for uh, – it's 32 men and yeah. eight women. So and this is the one that Matt and Evan are, are in as well? Correct, so, yeah. yeah. I think we have the whole team going down. We bought up a bunch of tickets, so we'll oh, be beautiful. there to support. Yeah. Nice, man. It's uh, Thank you, by the way. Thank um, you. It is sold out, I believe now, or damn close, because now we're down to 65 tickets because of the new restrictions. So mm-hmm. uh, we were going to have 220 available, but it might open back up. Who knows? Hopefully, this is just a couple week thing, and then we can. I think we uh, bought up like 15 of them, so we're gonna have a whole crew there. <laughs> damn, the whole the whole row together. My waist yeah. is 30. 30- 
six. There you go. Is he still on the mullet? Oh man, it's luxurious. It's I don't even know how to describe it. Like sometimes I'll just stop if I'm getting a rear naked choke. I'll just stop and <laughs> smell. It's just flowing, beautiful. <laughs> you got to get it into like a little rat tail for the puma. There's an idea. Yeah. Who, I think a who was the wrestler or MMA guy who had that at one point? I thought some uh, big country. Maybe it was. Oh yeah, big country. That's exactly yeah. what it was. He had like a little. <laughs> rat tail going on yeah so he's not commenting right now so we'll see we'll see what <laughs> he's shaving it right now yeah yeah he had to send in a picture yeah he's a hell of a guy he came he came out and had a great uh performance there you obviously were you there for that yeah i was there for that as well yeah okay cool yeah. thank you again for coming man yeah no i got um, a bunch of swag as well some oh nice man nice some uh some body wash bunch of swag Nice man, awesome, beautiful. Well, thanks for coming, man. Super yeah, important. It's it's not a sometimes it's not an easy thing to put these. these oh, events. Superman! That was my first event ever to to even uh, watch. I mean, the, the closest event that I've seen that was even close to that was WWF in like '93. <laughs> so it was great, man. I thought it was terrific. Beautiful, man. Well, thank you. And to be yeah. compared, we'll take that comparison any day. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You know, it's funny when you look at those, you look at the early starts of WWE and, you know, for us, the struggle behind the scenes is, is to put these events on as hard as it is. And then you have the COVID stuff on top of it. It just makes it really hard yeah. on your, but you see it like, cause you're like, ah, oh, the WWE and you look at how it started. And, and I will say like our team, we're doing things right. Like our team is doing things right. And it's just, you can't, without putting on events, it's hard. It's a hard yeah. to have that continuous energy that positive energy when you're continuously getting stopped um so it's i know there's a, a boxing event actually in halifax tomorrow which hopefully is going to go forward i don't know what's going on but fingers crossed for the athletes and the promoters you know it's we've been through it already so hopefully they don't get shut down and well, kudos to you for keep for keeping on keeping on you know well, you, you guys are like, still managing to do it so well it's you. like Thank you, man. It's like, what do you do? Like uh, for when this pandemic started, I, I lost my career. I, I worked in travel. So mm -hmm. I lost my career and then our business. Right. So it's been two years for me pretty much now doing other work. And I, I love my other work, but it's like, you know, it's not it's it's been a struggle, man. And it's in. So I don't know what's going to happen if it, like we're back in April 30th with with an uh, MMA event. But it's it's definitely not easy man with these covid restrictions so what do, what do you think about all that stuff <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, need yeah to man. I need to get physical blinders and put them yeah. on my head <laughs> yeah oh i mean it's, it's different for you because you have to deal with it right like for me i've been unemployed for my recovery which was you know strategic as well um but even when I, I, I was working, um, I, I still just, you know, bare minimum paying attention, to be honest with you. It's just there's there's so much going on in here that I can't afford to take any more <laughs> and put it in. So it's just if I have to wear a mask for this, then I'll wear a mask for that. Obviously, I had to get backs to travel to the yeah. States. Um, so I, I did that. But, you know, other than that, I just I really don't pay attention, man. If I have to do something, then I'll I'll do it. And if I don't have to, I'm not going to. You know, it's yeah. it's that simple. I like that, man. I, I think I have a lot to learn from you, man. I think uh, <laughs> I'm serious, you know, like it's, 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 
man, it's some really powerful stuff about like just just focusing on the moment. And, like, and you you say I have to, but like we're moving in the direction now where like we have some matchmakers who like we've we've hired matchmakers. We're gonna mm-hmm. hire guys to run this podcast. We're gonna hire so I can get away from it and get away from the social media because to be honest, like, and I don't mind saying it on here. It's it's a struggle for me lately, man, with all this shit. So I need away from it, and I don't I don't have the glory of wanting to be Dana White or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. we just want to put on good events and have yeah. good positive vibes, and that's what it's about, man. So yeah, uh, hopefully we can chat maybe after this podcast at some point. Man. I'd love cool. to take your for sure. A bit more. Um, any advice to people? You, you know, not just struggling with this whole COVID thing, but like even struggling with what you or, or me or anybody else who, who might be struggling out there. Any advice for them? Yeah, I think it for me, everything started with like honesty. You know, it was like I had to be honest with myself. All the things that, uh, you know, were unsavory about myself, I was aware of. And I think most of us are. You know, I think we can argue it and say no, but I, I think we're lying to ourselves. I, I really think that we're intelligent enough to know what our horrible qualities are or bad qualities. Um, and if you're honest with it, then like, you can change it. And then, and then once you, you, you start like fixing all the bad things about yourself, like, dude, I mean, it's, it, I can't really describe it. Um, but you know, from someone who felt like they didn't exist because I detached from myself because I was such a horrible person, you know, I really didn't, I talked about myself in, in the third person and, and I thought about myself in the third person from that to being like, I'm, I'm literally one of my favorite people now, you know? And, and it's because like, I, I'm, I'm not lying. Yeah. I'm genuinely making everything that is shitty about me better. I'm not, not best, you know, but better. And that's all we can do, but there's so much, you know, we we hang on to to things that help Mm -hmm. us or we think help us, you know, like maybe you have a shitty attitude, but it gets you your coffee quicker. You know, is it is it significant or is it insignificant? I think it's significant, you know, because that that type of attitude pours over into other shit as well. Yeah. So if you know you've got a bitchy attitude, you know, stop it. <laughs> that's it, man. That's, and that's a bit. That's great advice. Like, that's exactly what I'm struggling right now. I got a mm-hmm. shitty attitude, man, because of all this stuff. And, and, it's, and it's weird. I've worked in customer service for 25 years high level customer service and it's not me like i'm a really polite and it's it's that kind that, of shit that sounds like uh that sounds like uh you're just worn out you know yeah. and, and the, the second thing that i would say is honesty and like love your self love um you know and it, and they go hand in hand because the more you work on yourself the more you see that you're worth being loved you know by yourself and it just you create this sense of love by working on yourself because it's, it's genuine. You're really doing it. And then you start seeing yourself as someone that's worth loving. And then all of a sudden you love yourself. And then like, what's the worst that could happen now? I work on myself every day and I love myself. Yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) You know, that's it. Wow. I love it, man. This is a very powerful episode, folks. <laughs> I love it. I think it's, uh, you know, this kind of stuff, you know, we can talk about sports all day, but this is kind of stuff that I want to talk about and exposure, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. whole idea. You're putting out there and, and talking about it. And I think this will be a, 
maybe a recurring episode we'll chat about or you know hopefully i get to meet you man in, in the future and see you at some tournaments or we'll definitely meet you at the cool we'll see you at this next one yeah for sure yeah uh, and again i i really appreciate you coming on and having wise words advice and, and just being a kind soul man it's it's very important and needed in this day and age so keep leading keep being you and uh keep being an honest sob man very Thanks, very dude. proud of you dude thank Any you very final much words? Yeah, I well, thank you very much for uh, being open enough to to bring me on. Um, and I think there's a light in you specifically, man. And I think, uh, you know, once you uh, you start letting that light shine a bit, uh, things will, will go a lot easier for you. Thank you, man. Finger, fingers crossed, hopefully. Yeah. We'll get awesome. there, man. We'll get there. All right, buddy. Lots of love. Jeremy Landry, there you have hey, it, bro. folks. Make sure you uh, check him out on YouTube, and we'll be in touch very soon, Jeremy. Right on. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Whew, very powerful, folks. Um, I think that's very important stuff to talk about. Surround yourself with people that not only, you know, keep you in check, but also, you know, they're, they're positive people. And like I was saying to him, you know, it's it's been a struggle for me personally in the last few weeks, a month, even longer uh, with this kind of stuff and, and even more. So uh, lots of love to everybody out there struggling. Keep it moving. Keep it positive and, and be nice to one another. Kumite four belts have just arrived. Uh, January 22nd, uh, the 3D belts. Pretty cool. Super excited for that. Uh, Matt Fagan says his waist is a 36. We got 31 other male individuals that are looking to take the belt as well. So eight females. Going to be a great event. Uh, the event is pretty much sold out now. If we can sell some more tickets, we certainly will. Uh, and if not, you can obviously buy it on pay-per-view. Lots of love to everybody out there. We're back next Monday uh, with Megan Pachado. She's the Director of Operations for the Eddie Bravo Invitational. Uh, so a, a great person that I've known for many years. She's the one who uh, does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes for the EBI events. And just an absolute gem, a great competitor herself. So we'll be back Monday with that. Again, thanks to our sponsors, Maritime Madness. Check them out online, MaritimeMadness.com. Over 25 different sauces and rubs. Use the code FLA10 to save. And we will see you next Monday, folks. Lots of love. No debate and crown me king, I'm tired of waiting People champ, I gotta face it You disgracing people, sensing that you're faking I'm the Lord, I'm Michael Satan With the flow and take him out, annihilate him No mistaken, new sensation Hood Pope pulling up the ruling nation Get your mother, hands up